Hello? Well, hello. Would this be Justin from the website Spaceship for Sale? It is. Hi, it's Scott from the interview show. How you doing? Hey, Scott, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, actually. Cool. What you up to? Uh, I'm just at the office right now, actually. So, uh, getting bands on the radio right now. All right, well, hopefully, in just one minute, we're going to be doing an interview about your website, Spaceship for Sale. But before we get to that, what's one song that you would love to see get more radio play, and why? Uh, I think people need to hear Mother Mother's The Stand. It's a great song. I, I love it. I think it's, uh, uh, I think it's really catchy, and um, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's the third record for Mother Mother, and I, uh, I feel like their writing is getting to uh, an ability that is uh, really next level. So uh, I'd love for you guys to check it out. All right, here we go. Mother, Mother, The Stand. Fucked and they don't even know. <laughs> Welcome to the interview show. 
This is Scott Wood, your host, and today we have Justin from the website Spaceship for Sale on the line. Hi, Justin. How are you doing? How you doing, Scott? Okay, so Justin, as I said, you've recently started a website. It's called Spaceship for Sale, and it's for people who are trying to get into the music industry looking for advice. Before we get to the website, I wanted to talk a little bit about your relationship with the music industry. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it's been a... Uh a sort of a weird and, and a windy road, but uh, basically I, I started off at MTV, kind of working with bands when I was uh, when I was younger, and I uh, I really quite liked uh, dealing with music, um, and I just so happened to find a uh, a company that um, worked extensively with music in Vancouver. Uh, I started interning with them, and my my intern turned into a full time position, and um, my full time position uh, turned into me being sort of a, a staple within the company. And then uh, from there, I've sort of uh, uh, continuing to uh, to branch out and then uh, started Spaceship for Sale, actually. Okay, great. I would love it if you could talk a little bit more about your day job, sort of the nuts and bolts about what you do every day. Yeah, basically uh, what we are is we're, we're, we kind of coined ourselves as a, a record label for hire. Uh, so basically, there's a, a large number of titles that are going through both uh, independent and the major label system that, um, you know, it's very difficult uh, with so many titles for them to work everyone uh, appropriately. So what they do, and this is a, a common practice in the industry, is they actually outsource a lot of the marketing uh, to third-party companies like uh, the company that I work for or, or even uh, Spaceship for Sale. And basically what we do is we take your record and we, we listen to it and we kind of sort of figure out where fans of this record might be. And then we just take your record and try and connect it with the fans through online purposes, radio or video or creative street marketing or creative you know, cultural marketing or, or anything along those lines. We've worked with a, a wide number of bands. We've worked with everyone from Metric to Boys Noise to Crystal Castles, the Mother Mother, uh, all the way up the line to... Uh, you know, we've done the Motley Crue record and even had a hand in the Justin Timberlake record. Okay, so you've got all this industry experience, and lo and behold, you decide to start a website. Yeah, I did decide decide to start a website. Basically, uh, in my everyday sort of job, I found a large number of bands would get in contact with me, and they'd ask me to for some pretty, you know, rudimentary advice, or what I thought at the time was rudimentary, um, but. I started getting asked the same number of questions over and over, so it sort of occurred to me that you know bands sort of just getting started in the industry might not have a lot of knowledge of the industry, and it seemed to me that there was a a need for a site where people might be able to go to the site and find out more about the industry that they they want to get involved in. Well, I think that it's a great way to give back. And so what I thought we would do today is I would test you a little bit by getting a couple of local bands to ask you some questions that they want answered about music and the music industry. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. If I can help anybody out, it's always uh, always a good thing. Okay, first up, we've got Tristan from the band DBL Dragon. Hi, my name's Tristan. I am from the band DBL Dragon. We are a new-ish Vancouver band. Um, having played shows in the last year. We're in the process of recording our first EP and album, and we've had much debate over what makes a good band name and coming to our band name and whether we should keep it, etc., etc. Um, I'm wondering what makes a good band name, in your opinion, if there's anything 
that can define it other than just pure subjectivity? This is a great question, especially because DBL Dragon is an obvious take off the video game. Right. Um, I mean, for... Uh, I mean, I think... Uh, a, a good band name and a, a bad name. Bad name. I mean, it's bad band name. I mean, it's all in the. Uh, it's all the perception of uh, of what someone reads into it. Uh, I think the merits of a good band name are it's just something original and, and creative, and it's something that can easily uh, be remembered. Um, there are instances of bad band names, um, but it all depends on. Um, you know what type of demographic that you're going for. There are band names that have swear words in it and things like that, but honestly, that caters to their audience, and they're not going after mainstream media where, you know, they'd be deterred about playing something from that band because of their name. So, I, I think ultimately, as long as your your name sort of stands out on its own and is easily uh, easily remembered, I think it's always a good band name. And what about those bands who take their names from movies, TV shows? video games, etc. If that media product is kind of true and inherent to your band and it kind of plays a forming role in the music that you do, uh, I don't think there's really a- any problem with it. I think the only problem you might come encounters with is people trying to like Google your band. Well, the media product might be well more established in your band and people might have troubles finding out about your band when they do a quick Google search. But, you know, if that product is kind of what your band is all about, then I don't really see so much problem with it. You might, if your band gets big enough, you might get a lawsuit down the road. But, you know, that's a bridge you'll cross when you get there. Thank you very much for your wonderful question, Tristan Orchard, from the band DBL Dragon. All right, so you've brought a song for us to hear today. Um, I would like to play for you our song called Holiday. Um, It's a song about getting it on. That's the best.
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Today I've got Justin from the website Spaceship for Sale on the line. Justin is an industry expert, and today he's answering questions for up-and-coming local bands. All right, Justin, are you ready for question two? Yeah, let's go. Hi, I'm uh, Rob from Eek. We're a band from Vancouver. Uh, we just finished recording our second EP. Uh, it's not untitled as of yet. Um, my question for you would be, what is a good way for a band such as ourselves who are unsigned and independent and on our own to get our music heard by the most amount of people and maybe take our band to the next level, whether that is getting signed by a label or having someone pay to, for us to get our music out or distribute it? Uh, just what what is the proper channel to take to get it out there and get it heard by the people of influence in the music industry? It, it's it's a difficult balance. Um, I mean, you always want to put your music in front of industry people that can help take you to the to the next level. Um, but at the same time, you don't really want to uh, give up too much control of your your creative product. Um, now they've already taken a step in the right direction because. They, like you said, they, uh, they own all their masters. So I think the best way maybe to get industry's attention is to start promoting the music uh, themselves. They can do it online or through college radio and just honestly start developing your own fan base. Uh, whether you know it or not, there are industry people are paying very, very close attention. They might not be contacting you directly, but they may have already heard about your band. So I think the best way to get uh, people's attention in the industry is to just grow your fan base to a large, large enough level that they can no longer not pay attention to it. Uh, and I think this is very valuable because if you come to a label with an already established fan base, you can use it as a, a much better, better bargaining chip when you're eventually sitting down at the table and trying to strike a deal. All right, I'm just going to jump in here. What if Rob came back to you and said, you know, I have a lot of avenues ahead of me. I'm not sure which one to take. Should I tour? Should I do more local shows, et cetera, et cetera? You know, if he's got a lot of paths in front of him, what's one solid step he can take to move forward? I mean, to take it to the next level, a lot of bands uh, in sort of their infancy, uh, they come to us like, I want to get on tour and I just want to, I want to play shows. Well, you know, it, it's one thing if you go on tour and you have, um, it's one thing if you go on tour and someone is headlining the show and you're just opening for them, because then you're playing to their audience and you have uh, a real chance at sort of converting fans and, and gaining a, a bigger audience. But it's another thing if you go on tour and you're just playing to empty rooms. Uh, you'll have very little chance of garnering uh, any more fans than you originally had. I think the best place to start for any band that's starting off is online. You can do online very, very cheaply and cost-effective. I mean, it's just a matter of servicing your MP3 or your WAV file, which you already have, servicing it to blogs. Now, these blogs, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything to get you know, your work posted on them. And they already have a built-in audience. So let's say you have uh, you know, X song and you get it posted on Disco Bell. Well, Disco Bell gets you know, 100,000 viewers each month, and all of a sudden there's 100,000 viewers uh, that are now listening to your material. Um, I had a very good conversation uh, with Disco Bell, and they've run into circumstances where uh, bands have wrote them letters saying, I toured Europe four times just because you posted my song, and I wanted to thank you. So um, I, I think online is definitely, without a question, the best place to start. Wow. 
That's some great advice. Okay, so I believe, Rob, you've brought us a track to play. Yes. Uh, okay. Hi, I'm Rob from Eek. This, this song is called Lake Sioux. Uh, it's about spending the summer with people that you love and doing the things that you don't have to do for the rest of the year, such as working and not having any fun. Welcome back. This is Scott Wood. 
You're listening to The Interview Show. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. Today, we've got Justin from the website Spaceship for Sale on the line. He is answering questions of up-and-coming bands. All right, Justin, are you ready for our final question? Yeah. Our last question is from Kyle. He's in a local band called Vinyl Theory. Hi, Kyle. What's your question? Okay. Hello, my name is Kyle from Vinyl Theory. Uh, We are a progressive rock band, and I'm really excited to ask you a question today. Thank you for taking the time to answer it. That question being, what is the best way a band can promote themselves if they are just starting out in the industry? We're ready to record our first EP. We're still looking for a singer, but we really want to get out there. We've all got a lot of energy, and we're excited to, you know, take flight on this musical adventure. So do they need a singer to finish these songs? Okay, Kyle from Vinyl Theory tells me they have all of their songs ready to record. All the music's done. They just don't have a singer. And obviously, they'd like to have some lyrics over their music. Right. Well, it sounds to me that for, I mean, the, 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 one of the things you need to remember when you're, um, now I, if, I, if I think I'm understanding this correctly, uh, it's very, once you have your material, it's kind of like you just want to get it out there and have as m- much people hear it as possible and get as many fans as possible. Uh, but it's very important that you go through the steps uh, incrementally, you know, don't do step ten when really you should only be on step two. So, if I'm understanding this correctly, it sounds to me that they need to get the songs finished in complete form before they do anything with it. Um, it it's one thing to uh, play thing, play and uh, play people a, a demo, but really your demos could only serve to try and get industry people on board. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to get those songs with the singer and lyrics put on top of it. Um, if you want to, um, uh, if you want to get it out there, does that, or, or are they trying to be an instrumental band? No, the guys from Vinyl Theory definitely want a singer. They definitely want a singer. Yeah. Then my, I mean, my recommendation, uh, the only thing that they could foreseeably do in the near future would be to try and get, um, you know, industry involvement, uh, based on their demos. But in terms of actually getting their music out there and trying to build a fan base, uh, you're definitely going to have to finish the songs before you do that. So, yeah, you're going to have to get a singer. Okay, well, I'll jump in there. I have to ask this question for Kyle and Final Theory. Where do you go to find a singer? <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> no, probably the, uh, probably the best way, honestly. Uh, I, I would assume is th- these are musicians and they, uh, you know, they, they put together the, the band sort of organically. Uh, friends of Friends of friends uh, are, are usually the, the best place to look. Just kind of put out feelers to other bands that are um, in the industry and they might know singers and friends of your friends might know singers. So start with the people that are immediately around you and go from there. All right, this is our last question. So I would like to thank Justin and his website, Spaceship for Sale, for coming on the show and answering some questions for bands. And if you're a band and you want to find stuff out about the music industry, a good place to start is Spaceship for Sale, Justin's website. Check it out. Justin, thank you very much for your time today. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Scott. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of your show, so uh, you keep up the good work yourself, and uh, you know, um, uh, just keep it up. I, I love what you're doing as well. Hi, this is Justin from SpaceshipForSale.com, and you're listening to The Interview Show. Okay, so now, Kyle, today you've sent me a song. The song is called Ghana. Yep. And I would love you to talk a little bit about the song and the band and stuff like that. 
So yeah, the song um, that we're going to be uh, playing is called Ghana, and uh, it's been in the works for a little while now. We just finished polishing it, polishing it up about a month ago. Um, the band sort of like we come up with new songs like on a weekly basis. At least a couple new ideas emerge, and we all work on them together, bringing our own influences and really try and mesh our sounds. And uh, Ghana is a really, really good example of this, and the fact that we're trying to go a little more progressive with our music. We do have a MySpace page, uh, www.myspace.com/backslash/thevinylthery, where you can hear all of our singles. Uh, we're also looking for a lead singer, so if anybody listens to this and likes what they hear, thinks they can work with us, then send us an email at uh, vinyl.theory at gmail.com. Okay, now say the singer is listening right now. Mm-hmm. What does he or she need to know about you guys in order to get into the band? Well, I mean, we're, we're open to all applicants. Um, we're looking for somebody sort of around our age. We're all about 25 years old. So, um, influences, I mean, we're huge fans of Rush, we're huge fans of Led Zeppelin, Cream, um, a lot of rock bands, so, you know, even like Iron Maiden, Bruce Dickinson voice, um, we're just kind of looking for anything that will really complement our sound well, and someone who has a decent range. Email address is vinyl.theory at gmail.com, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Alright, well thanks for that, Kyle, and here is a little bit of Vinyl Theory's track. Thanks for listening to the show. Have a great night.